Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey Nocho Prano. Hello, Andy. That wasn't that wasn't a smooth one for me. I'm just gonna say it. I didn't feel you smooth. Have a little acid reflux going on there. The second you were done, you're like, but I'm I'm doing. Little, uh, you have a little GERD going. Well, look what I'm drinking a little kombucha, not kombucha like I used to call it kombucha. Yeah. I got this golden pineapple flavor now that they have for GTs. I, I haven't tried. I haven't tried golden pineapple. Oh, oh, it's it's the best one I think. Wow, I like I like pineapple. Which uh, does it belong on pizza? No, I'm kidding. We're, we're we're not doing food yet. We're not doing food. We'll save Chili Gate for the end of the show. Uh, yeah, we Chili Gate is in full force. Multiple calls from people that have now taken chili gate to a whole other area. I wasn't expecting it's beyond chili. Now it's turned into a thing involving Italians and Greek people. And uh, a chef has called in. Well, it, it was already involving Italians and Greek people. Greek people pulled us into some disastrous food mashup. Greek people decided to take Italians, Jay Z verse and throw it on top of a Lincoln park fucking song i like that song <laughs> it's a good song it's a good workout song okay that album is not terrible i'm just gonna say it. i'm just gonna say the lincoln park jay-z combo album is not terrible i feel you disagree i mean it is what it is it was definitely a a, a thing of a moment you know a product of a moment the original mashup album it's fine it's whatever it's a good workout song Sure. I, stand, I stand by it. Sure. It makes it makes the Andy Ruther playlist a lot of times. Yeah. So this is a fucking Star Spangled Banner. So what are we talking about? It's your workout. Playlist. I don't know what no, the Star Spangled Banner has never. This is this is my playlist. Actually, it's funny you say that because I, I had somebody ask me what my playlist was recently. You want to hear my recent playlist? This this is where I'm at. I can't play any songs because of YouTube copyright, but. Our or my recent playlist is uh I mean I'm all over the map. Dirtballs are gonna laugh when they hear this. You're gonna laugh. Okay. We start off with Weed and Money by Master P. <laughs> That's where we start off. Yeah. Okay. We go to Put On by Jeezy and Kanye West. It's a great song. We go to the Africa remake by Weezer. We got a lot of rap in here, but then some that'll just throw you off. Gotta have it. Jay-Z, Kanye West, Watch the Throne, When We Ride, Tupac. Then one of my wrinkles, a little tearing up my heart in sync. Yeah, it made it. Rocky Training Montage. Baby Got Back, Sir Mix-A-Lot. Jesus. Borderline Madonna. What? Who put this together? Mr. Brownstone, Guns N' Roses. 
feel like this is like a drunk cougars workout mix. It's bigger than hip hop. Like I, I fucked one of the guys in Guns N' Roses back in the day. I, you know I love Madonna. It's bigger than hip hop. Dead Prez. More human than human. White zombie. I need a hot girl. Hot boys. Big timers. Jesus. <laughs> Tempo with Lizzo and Missy Elliott. And we're going to bring it home in quotes with the song home by Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's what do you use that for? You use that to run? Yeah. And what's that? What's that playlist run? What's your running time on that? Hour, two minutes. Okay. Yeah, I told you I'm all over the map. Like, I don't know what to tell people, man. My music taste. It's it's usually rap dominated for sure. Like for working out, but yeah, you get you'll get some some weird ones in there. I'm a weird fucking dude though. Like I've accepted it. I don't care. Like I'm a weird dude. I know I am. Yeah, we know. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh. It's classic Andy Ruther playlist. I feel, I feel like your playlist is because you're what year were you born? 83? 81. I'll be 40 81. on I'll be 40 81. on Friday. That's right. That's right. 81. Yeah, you're Mikey's age. Uh I feel like you're like if you take it, you know how they can like build a, a profile of somebody based on things. I feel like your thing is like the the millennial denier like you just refuse to accept it but like there's there's for sure hints of it in there like what do you mean like guns and roses and madonna that's like you know those are definitely to the generation before use music sure you know? uh but then like a lot of your rap i mean you're going oh yeah you we're starting with master p yeah it's Dude, like I'm, it's it's like the you know the millennial cusping, but you're like, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's like, but well, yeah, you are. No, hey, I man. baby got back. No, I baby got back. I'm 40, 45 years old. What are you talking about? Baby got back's a great song, man. <laughs> it's a great song. It really is. And 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 Nicki Minaj, when when she did Anaconda and, and took the the beat, I think that's a great song too. I here's the thing, and I I have learned to accept that I like a lot of quote unquote pop or shit music that people would call it that. Like I've learned to just accept that. Like, I mean, if, if, if some of my family saw it, an NSYNC song would make a workout mix. I mean, there'd be a canceled Ruther brother chat going on. You're like, I got this plate of uh, guns and roses. I feel like it needs a little in sync on top of it. Chili gate. Chili oh, gate style. I can't wait to get to Chili Gate. But we, we do have a lot of good sports stuff going on. Yeah, we do. Obviously, the holidays are tomorrow, but we got tons of sports news. I feel I feel like for a Wednesday, considering we just did a show about two days ago, we've had a lot, a lot has happened. In. Yeah. You said I, I want to start with this Ben Simmons thing, which you sent me, which is wild. And I feel like this isn't really making the rounds. 
Yeah, I saw it this morning and it's like, oh, it's Philly people. And it was also a Philly radio station guy. So it's like, you know, they were also the most insane people in the entire world. So the headline reads report Ben Simmons may be forced to return to 76ers due to cash flow issues, which is insanity. He's already oh, yeah. made like 90 million or something like that. Yeah, he's already made 90 million. That's insane. That's crazy. He's due another 114 million. Is he MC Hammer? Is MC Hammer the fucking, like, how is that even possible? Hammer does make the playlist sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the article which you sent me is from odyssey.com. Whatever that is. I think that's something. I mean, it links to the article. It links to the, the thing, but yeah. Yeah, so it, it links to, like you said, it's a local 94 WIP evening show with Joe Giglio. Is that how it's pronounced? I have no idea. Uh, one, of, one of your people, Italian dude. Anyway, but uh, that was the show where this quote-unquote broke. And uh, I just, I, I, how is it possible? So this is coming from honestly, if he's if he's out with mental illness and he somehow spent ninety million dollars, then like yeah, put put him on put him in Arkham, put him in a fucking straitjacket. He's the craziest person on earth. So this is according to somebody named Howard Eskin, right? Who he claimed popular is uh, he? Philly sports lunatic. Okay, so I don't yeah I don't know any of these people. These are East Coast people. So so according to him, he said this on the radio show last night. I was told by somebody very reliable. This sounds like Jameis 101. I was told by somebody very reliable. He may be tapped out. Cash flow broke. Because he's losing so much money and he spent so much money. He has a $17.5 million home. He has to pay taxes too. So he's got the $17.5 million home. He's got two homes in the Philadelphia area. That's weird. Probably worth eight or nine million. He buys a new car every month. Four or $500,000. That's what they're claiming. He spends on cars a month. He just spends like it's nothing because he thinks it never ends. And the person that told it's very reliable that he has got serious cash, cash flow issues. That's just crazy to me. He's 25 years old. If true, I, honestly, I trade, I'd trade him for that. Like I, I, like I, if that's where you're at, I don't even want you back. You have you have you have a serious disconnect between your brain and reality. If that's where you're at, I would trade up for pennies on the dollar. Again, if true, it is absolutely nuts. Right. I guess we'll see if he comes back soon. Ninety million dollars, a new car every month. Which, by the way, is the worst investment of all time. Then the second you get it off the lot depreciates half half as valuable yeah you know how Chappelle did wu-tang financial i i think you're right i think he's he he hired hammer financial yeah (laughs) he needs hammer as his he needs hammer as his financial advisor from now on because hammer's been there done that seen how it goes yeah he needs he needs to like he needs uh to go into like a uh you know, car dealership. He's about to pick up the new fucking Bentley and hammer just comes over and smacks it out of his hand. It's like, can't touch this. (laughs) 
slides out. And he dances away. Yeah. Hammer's the poster child for that, right? Like, I feel I mean, like, yeah, there's been a few posters. I remember, remember, you remember broke the, it was like one of the very first 30 for thirties, all those guys that had gone broke, but hammer, I mean, he was so big and then he was so broke. Who else? Well, Ant, was it Antoine Walker who went broke after making yeah. like 125 million? Yep. yep. He was one of the guys in, in he was one of the key guys in broke. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I mean, Hammer had entourage, man. I mean, there was the Johnny Depp somehow spent it all on wine. I mean, he that dude's made, I mean, 90 million. He's made that on two fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah. There's rumors he was totally broke. Now he bought an island and shit. You know who else is big time behind is Nicolas Cage. So like Nicolas Cage was buying castles and houses yeah. all over the world. So I, a lot of people don't realize this. Nicolas Cage has so many movies he's done in the last five to 10 years. If you put him into IMDb, he's done so many straight to Netflix, straight to Hulu, straight to Amazon, where he just gets that like million, $2 million payday. Yeah. To pay for his castle in like Romania or wherever or pay it off. There's something to be said that for people though, that are just so stupidly reckless that it's almost admirable because yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, dude, you're, you're, you're Johnny Depp. You got, you went broke because you're spending, I think that article, it was that Rolling Stone article. I think you sent yeah. it to me and I read it. I think it was said he was spending like 50 grand a month on wine. Yeah. Like there's something for that, that you're so stupid. It's almost admirable. Ben Simmons just buying cars though. Like at least wine, you know, you can put it in a wine cellar. Value goes up with wine. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how Romanian castles once owned by Nicholas Cage fare on the real estate market. He's like, well, for Dracula, that's, that's yeah. tell you what, if there's like more than one Dracula out there, it's a low market, but I don't know what the financial yeah. situation of uh, vampires. Well, you know, they have like the, the interest that a vampire can stockpile living for eternity. You know, that's you true. Buy this. You should buy it from me. You can live forever. <laughs> it's a great investment. Think about think about what this castle will cost 200 years from now. <laughs> It's a good point. It's a good ROI. I like that we have a new impersonation, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is here for a second. Yeah. But Nicolas Cage was hot for a minute. He was hot for like 10 years. Like He was huge for a while. Yeah. And if you really want to get really depressed, just watch Leaving Las Vegas. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's one of the most depressing movies of all time. I watched it within the last couple of years again. Damn. I mean, Jesus. If you didn't want to kill yourself already, you might after watching that movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, absolutely insane. So back to Ben Simmons. I have a, it reminds me of a story. I, I have to tell, I'll tell you off air. Uh, oh, what, I, a, I, what a tease. I know I shouldn't tease it, but like that. What but. a tease. Let's just, I'll just, I'll just, you know, you, you ever hear those blind pieces, right? Where they like give you all the information, but they don't tell you anything. 
It's like, oh, you could piece it together. Yeah. I'll just say this. Somebody pulled the full Nicolas Cage. I, I heard about this when I was in Key West. Uh, a famous comedian. Uh, when I was in Key West, they said, went down there and basically tried to drink himself to death. And during the pandemic. And is now like, instead of drinking himself death to death, drank himself blind. I'm still lost, but you'll tell me off air. Yeah. Basically, a famous comedian during the pandemic went down to Key West and drank himself blind. Famous comedian. Famous comedian. So all you have to do is Google who is now blind as a comedian. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know if it's out there. Oh. But. Carrot Top. No. <laughs> He's doing all his props. We tried to get him on the show a lot. Oh, okay. Now I know. That's sad. Really? Yeah. Is he really blind? That's what I heard. I don't want to spread false rumors. See, you, this is why I didn't want to go into it. But now Ooh. you're like, you got to tell me. I know who it is now. That's Let me just, really let's sad. Let's just say this. If I had to watch, if I had to root for Kirk Cousins every week, I would also drink myself blind. Jesus. Now you're just giving. Yeah, you just you, you just threw the biggest nug out there on that. Okay, let's move on. Let's yeah, move let's, on. let's move on. And I actually I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was going to ask you something about that person off air or I, something I had noticed as well. Okay, that's a tough move on. Back to Ben Simmons. So uh, he's spending all this money. He's not playing. They're in a big skid since Embiid had to sit. At this point, it's funny. Like you have two teams. You have them, and then you have the the Brook. You have Brooklyn, who they haven't had Kyrie. It seems like they're going to be just fine. Well, we knew that. I've been saying that for. As long as Kyrie, since the day Kyrie left the Cavs, right? Yeah. I've been pretty open about disaster. Doesn't make your team better. Shoot first point guard. Who wants it? You know what I mean? Now, again, you're at the point with these guys both being disasters. I cannot believe. Forget that it hasn't happened, but I cannot believe none of the big things, none of the big NBA Twitter accounts, none of the big whatever have just demanded the Kyrie for Ben Simmons trade. Or like put, like, how is somebody not asked like Daryl Morey about it? why? Hello. Yeah. Here's one question. Why haven't you tried to trade Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving? Yeah. You know, you know, I'll be curious. It's kind of fascinating. The Kyrie thing, because it's, it's all, it's uncharted territory to a degree. It is. Like a guy sitting for this reason, you do. It makes you wonder about like, where's the future? Like, I wouldn't be shocked if Kyrie never played again. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'd be, I'd, I'd be less shocked if Ben Simmons never plays again. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't know what the value is, man. I just, I really don't know. You can't hit a shot. It's it's kind of like I'll use a comparison. And it's it's like you can't hit a shot, you can't play. It's like it's like I tell it's gonna be the new rule for our fourth graders this year. If you don't know the plays, 
I don't care. Like if you're bad, you suck. You're fourth grader. You're still going to play. If you don't know the plays, you can't play. If you can't have it, if you can't make a jump shot, that's the equivalent for the NBA. You can't play. Dude, you just can't fucking play. The modern day NBA, you cannot play. If you can't make a jump shot. You're kind of of no value. That's my opinion. I know you probably disagree, but like, I just like your your value is not your contract. That's a massive contract, which he well, seems certainly not at the value that he that he's actually been paid. Yeah, which he's and that that's the problem with the Sixers is th- that's what they need. First of all, you need to trade for the same amount of financial value. Also, they're trying to get some sort of talent value, which is insane because essentially he's you know post big three Rondo like. That guy wasn't getting $90 million in the face of a franchise. Yeah. One of the faces of a franchise. No, for sure. Speaking of money, this is a funny random story I saw. And it's so perfect for dirty sports. Did you hear about this uh, Kansas fullback? who uh, converted a two-point conversion into $1,000 worth of Applebee's. No, I didn't hear that. But by the way, I've, I've researched your Applebee's theory. There's like 30 Applebee's in this greater Cincinnati area. I'm just saying there wasn't one like, like I don't see them. There's not 30. I'm There's a lot. Call, I'm called bullshit lot. on that. Okay, so this Kansas, who is he? Fullback? Yeah, so Kansas upset uh, Texas, well, like last week or the week before. I don't know. Obviously, you and I are like, whatever about college football. So it was a big, uh, he was part of the two-point conversion. And I guess, right, you can get paid now. So Applebee's did a two-point conversion for 20 deal? Two for yeah. 20? He reportedly received a $1,000 Applebee's gift card. And eight hundred dollars cash from who? Applebee's. Applebee's. Okay. Why now? Why is Applebee's a huge Kansas fan, or is it just the local Applebee's? Was they're like, you want to eat good in the neighborhood? Come on down. We already we've already added. <laughs> this is why. We've so already added the newspaper front page from your thing to the wall. So. So after he scored, right, and they interview him, he says, uh, what's this guy's name? Jared Casey. So Jared Casey says, uh, he looked at the cameras and he says, uh, I'm going to Applebee's. Well played. Well played. He says, I'm going to Applebee's and ordering two appetizers from their two for 22 menu because you always have to go for two. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. He's like, he basically was like, sup, Applebee's. I wonder how many meals. Yo, Applebee's, you up? And they were like, yeah, we up. I wonder how many meals a thousand dollars at Applebee's goes. Let's do the math here. So well, it's 50, you know, if it's two for two for 20s. Oh, it's two for 22 because of inflation. Thanks. Thanks, Joe Byron. It's 45.45 
meals. At what point are you sick of Applebee's? Like at what meal? So you have 45 free meals. At what point are you like, fuck this place? Like, you know, supersize me style. At what point do you just hate Applebee's? But you you got some options though, at least. It's not, it's not like supersize me. It's a big menu. It's a big menu. You know. At what point do you hate going in there more than you hate the food is a bigger question. Right. Because like the atmosphere and the ambiance and all that, like I would hate at a certain point. At a certain point. I hate it right now. Just thinking about it. <laughs> do they just play you fancy like Applebee's on a loop now at all Applebee's? Probably. I'm trying to remember the last time I was in an Applebee's. We should do a live podcast from an Applebee's. I just, I just hope this takes off. I just hope this fucking takes off and literally every big play in the interview after. I mean, if, if teams are smart, they would do this, right? Teams or, or businesses. Players. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just won the Super Bowl. What are you doing? Going to eat a bunch of McChicken sandwiches, bitch. And then like McDonald's <laughs> is like, all right, well, looks like we got to give this guy fucking McChickens for life. I mean, you know, that one time I had, I had like a tweet. It was, I don't know, it was like five or six years ago. It took off a little, it wasn't like viral, but I, I did the tweet about the pizza tracker and Domino's slid into my DMs. And I mean, it wasn't like this, but they were like, here's a hundred dollar gift card. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Domino's, I see you. I wasn't, you know, there was no intention there of me getting a hundred dollar gift card at Domino's. Right. That would be funny though. Like, like people were giving straight shout outs. I, I feel like Applebee's is the place that I'm just has- gonna start doing this with comedy. You're like, you ever notice when you're at a Jersey Mike's having a delicious number 17? <laughs> you gotta get that video viral somehow. Look at you. You really plug in Jersey Mike's. I, and I don't have a problem. That with was that. From, I think that's from you. Isn't that your, isn't like, didn't you give me that Jersey Mike's gift card? I think I did. You haven't used it yet? I mean, I think I did. I think it's got like 15 cents on it left, but you know, you go and you get your last 15 cents off it. Yeah. I, 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 I can I say something? It's kind of a dark joke. It's not oh even boy. a joke. It's not even a joke. It's like, uh, is this about Walt's love of Jersey Mike's? Yeah. Well, there was nothing more to, well, there was nothing. Well, one of the most depressing things ever, this is really going to take a turn for, we go. for the there show go. was like, here goes our Jersey Mike sponsorship. Well, I gave my dad a gift card and wrote him a nice note before I left. And obviously he got sick, he dies. And then that card was there. And I was like, fuck, this is so depressing. My dad never even got to use this Jersey Mike's gift card. So of course I used it, whatever. I'm not going to make it go to waste which might be a whole other thing. But have I ever told you the story about his two gift cards? And when I went, oh, this is amazing. So that was our spot, right? We'd go to Jersey Mike's when I, when he was, when I was home and we had the three months together, that was our little thing. We'd go to Jersey Mike's. In fact, one day my dad even tricked me. We were driving out to where my mom grew up on the farm in Fatville, Ohio. And he's like, I got this good little spot. I want to take you. No lie. He teed it up like this. He teed it up. I got a good little spot. I want to take you. We're driving this home. This is such a dad joke. We're driving home. 
And I'm like, oh, I'm starving. This is good. And I was like, yeah, we'll get you a good sandwich. Me and you'll get good sandwiches. He pulls in to a Jersey Mike's. Good like, sandwich. I was like, what? It's like, you said you had a good little spot. And he goes, oh, yeah, I do. It's Jersey Mike's. And he said, so the guy I bowl with is the manager here, too. <laughs> <laughs> and we pull into this random Jersey Mike's like 25 minutes away. And we go in there. And he's like, yeah, that's 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 Bob or whoever. I, I bowl with him. He, he's, a, he's a damn good bowler, too. And I'm like, wait, this is what you've been teeing me up the last 30 minutes for? I got a good spot. But my favorite Jersey Mike's Walt story was last summer. We go. The thing about Cincinnati Jersey Mike's is you you order the sandwiches and then when you open them up, somebody comes and just dumps French onion soup on it. And it's like, don't be a fucking snob. <laughs> it's Cincinnati style. Like, well, I just wanted a sandwich. So one time we went and my dad had two free sandwich gift cards. Right. So he tells me, hey, grab one. I got two. So anyway, we grab them. We're getting out of the car. I forget. And I leave the one in there. And my dad goes, are you, are you grabbing that other one? Because you can get a free regular sub today. And I could just tell from the look on his face. He didn't want me to use it because they were both his. And I said to him, I said, dad, do you not want me to use your second free sandwich card? And he looks at me and he said, this is right in the parking lot before we walk in. He says, well, I mean, you know, I was going to use that other one a different time. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I mean, and I was looking, I said, oh, it's fine, dad. I can pay the $8 and 50 cents for my sandwich. I hate to say it. Cause you said this is dark, but I hate to say it. You never know when you're like thinking about spending money on something and then you don't. And then some your friends always like, yeah. You can't take it with you when you die. It's like Walt <laughs> saved a fucking Jersey Mike's gift card and then literally had Jersey Mike's gift cards left over when he died. Like, is, you know, that is that go, is funny. You know, live like it's your last day should be what Jersey Mike's, you know, live like it's your last. Yeah. Jersey Mike should be like, eat like it's your last day on Earth. I'm sorry, Andy. but No, no, don't be. That's actually hilarious. So he yeah. So he. Any other person was like, take the damn gift card in. He had me put it back in his car. He didn't stop me. He he didn't he didn't say he wanted it that, but you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't stop me. Yeah. And I went in there and he used his free sandwich gift card. And, and then I you pay paid for one. I paid for my own. Have you used the gift card that was left over? Yes. Of course. Yeah. It's long gone. You know, I mean. Like I said, I, I mean, Jersey Mike's it's, it's close to the gym. I work out at and it's like, that's a good post <laughs> post workout meal. I don't know. Somebody, somebody clip this and send it to Jersey Mike's. They'll either send, they'll either send us gift cards or send us a cease and desist. They're like, can you please stop talking about Jersey Mike's? Welcome to no, Jersey Mike's. Would you like to make it a combo? What the fuck? I could die tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> let's make it a combo. I got a really dark joke. We got a news. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know if I can do it. I got to do it. <laughs> we got a new, uh, we got a new, we got a new sub. The, uh, the number 12, it's Waltz. It might be your last. So order it now. <laughs> Look, it's in good fun. People 
and to my little brother who's probably going to hear that and be like, what the yeah. fuck, dude? What is wrong with you? Yeah, but, but you know what? I was actually talking about this last night. You know this better than anyone. Uh, if you get the number 12, it's the uh, it's the new Walt sandwich. Comes with a comes with a soda automatically, so you can pour one out for dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I loved Walt. Such a great guy. I'm just trying to get that Jersey Mike sponsorship. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> So this is good, man. This is good. What I was about to say is, you know this just as well as any comic. Joking about this stuff is how we get through this shit. Absolutely. Like, I, I've been saying, you know, since Chili Gate is right, my dad uh, eventually gave up when he found out that people were putting chili on top of spaghetti. That was the day he was like, you know, he's like, I've had it. He's like, that's it for me. Do you want to get to Chili Gate? Because <laughs> no, no, we got to save it. <laughs> Keep teasing Chili Game. We got lots of sports to talk. We do. We do. Lots of games to pick. Well, we'll, we'll hop into the calls. We'll move to NFL. Yeah. And, and we're going to leave with the call with a uh, something I know you're going to want to discuss. If the calls work, I see there's still Skype. What is going on here? Yo, what's up, guys? It's your... Uh... South Carolina Dirtball, Clay Jenkins. Uh, this question is for Joe Prey now. Um, I just saw that uh, the Giants had just fired uh, Jason Garrett. With that being said, uh, who would you like to be the new offensive coordinator? Just give me like a couple, couple candidates that you think would be fit to, you know, take on the job at the Giants. Uh, keep up the good work, boys. Uh, stay dirty. So Jason Garrett has been fired. Yeah, let's start there. That that had to happen. It should have happened way earlier. Honestly, he should have never been hired. It was one of the most disgraceful, like, you know, nepotism slash fucking gross slash. Like, I don't even like the explanation for Jason Garrett being hired in the first place. There really is none. Again, it's like, oh, he was a fucking Giants backup quarterback. It's terrible at every aspect of. I don't know how he played at Princeton. I've never seen his Princeton stats, but. Every aspect of his playing career and his coaching career has been a goddamn fucking nightmare. Uh, he never should have been hired. He should have been fired a long time ago. People are like roasting the Giants now. They have Freddie Kitchens. It's like, who gives a fuck? I would take Freddie Mercury over Jason Garrett. Like Jason Garrett, the only time the Giants threw the ball downfield was with a wide receiver. Literally every game. Every game they call the Kadarius Tony long bomb. They never called a long pass. I said yesterday, scenes from tomorrow in the Garrett household. Hey, dad, could you pass the fucking mashed potatoes? He's like, no, but I can throw them into the flat for a two-yard loss. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Jason Garrett, I hope he chokes on a fucking turkey bone tomorrow. Honestly, I hope he's allergic to something in his Thanksgiving dinner. Get fucked forever, Jason Garrett. Wow. Um, What a piece of trash. And like, and, and like, just seemingly such a fucking dick bag too about like never owning it and never just being like, no, a hundred percent on me puts it on Joe judge. As far as who I'd like to see replacements. Like, I don't know. It's the, the Joe judge era certainly isn't, hasn't been strong. That being said, like the giants have so many problems. It's like, where do you even fucking start? But I think that Jason Garrett was a great place to start. 
It's like, first of all, yes, let's start there. But now, now the questions are, who do you think the offensive coordinator should be? Who do you think the head coach should be? Who do you think the quarterback should be? What do you think about Daniel Jones? Is he the future is blah, blah, blah. And it's like, listen, we need to start patching holes one at a time. It's like, honestly, honestly, if Freddie kitchens calls a good game, and for the rest of the season, the Giants win a bunch of games and it, and they seem like they're going to keep Joe Judge, then f- I'm fine with keeping Freddie Kitchens. Like, I don't have some sort of hatred for him just because, oh, he was a shitty Browns head coach. Yeah, so was fucking Bill Belichick. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not judging Freddie Kitchens on his disastrous run in Cleveland in terms of being an offensive coordinator. That being said, I think if it's not him then we need to if it's if if the giants don't turn it around to some in some respect and like look like a competent team down the stretch like i don't think anybody thought they were going to win that bucks game but they just looked horrible in losing it um i think this weekend's a great you know starting spot like beat the eagles who everybody thinks are like suddenly a good football team like start there like, if you show me some progress, I don't necessarily say Judge has to go and Daniel Jones has to go. Uh, so we have to start there. That being said, if they don't and they do start uh, like a, a full turnover again and they go with a new head coach, then I would like to see a modern offensive style coach be the guy who comes in and is the head coach and is calling plays. I don't like... Do I love Eric Bieniemy? No, because I think it's like Andy Reid's offense. But my point is, is like, take a guy like that, like that maybe, make him the head coach and let him call the place. Because all the Giants have done is spend on offense and draft on offense. The last draft, it's you're drafting receivers, you're drafting an offensive tackle, you're drafting a quarterback, you're drafting a running back. You're constantly drafting weapons and signing weapons. And that you and yet you act like it's totally makes sense to just be running fucking two yard tight end outs the whole day. And 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 then like destroying Daniel Jones for like not hitting fourth and two passes when you roll him out naked and he's supposed to hit, you know, a fuck like his one read is a a, a, a tight end that's running some sort of fucking screen route. So I don't really necessarily have the answer. Um, I know judge brought in kitchens and judge didn't bring in Garrett. And I think that's a huge thing. So if this is Joe judges team and they show something, then I'm totally fine with it being Freddie kitchens. If it's not Joe judges team, then I say, go get an offensive minded head coach. That's going to bring that a whole fucking system because you're not spending on defense. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll see if, if, you know, it all depends on the coach, right? If if they keep Judge around, which is obviously a huge up in the air. The Giants have three wins right now. And the Giants, let's just look at their. The Giants have the Eagles and the Dolphins. To me, they've got to go 2-0 and in the next two games. That's That's the starting spot for 
Joe Judge to remain the coach. Chargers away is a tough game. You know, I mean, it's still or still probably like a pseudo home game for the Giants. Cowboys, you gotta you gotta fucking play well against Eagles on the road. Okay, maybe you split with the Eagles, and then you gotta go Bears, Washington down the like. They have to get to seven wins, or I say Joe Judge can get fucked. Yeah. And seven wins doesn't win you shit, and you're not in the mix, and it doesn't matter. But you know what? Seven wins in that division when you pissed away, I would say at least three games, I think at least shows you something. Yeah. But I think you got to win seven games and your offense has to look competent. They didn't score 30 points with Jason Garrett ever. That's crazy. That's a crazy stat right there. Not once. Jason Garrett is the devil. I mean, he's the worst. Well, moving along in NFL news, this one we haven't really discussed, and, and it kept going on and on as far as the legal process, and I was kind of waiting for it to uh, play out. But uh, the Rams, who were sued by basically the city of St. Louis, have settled because this case might have gone to the Supreme Court. I don't know how closely you followed it. Like they were saying, basically, the city of St. Louis sued Cronky in the NFL, claiming they knew as early as 2013 they wanted to leave St. Louis. And uh, the lawsuit just kept moving far further along in the legal process. And like, Previous things such as the Kaepernick case, and it seems like the the Washington football team, like the NFL is trying to protect emails and they're trying to protect all the back end shit. So they've settled. So who settled? The NFL? The NFL and Kroenke. Okay. Because I saw the number 790 million. Yes. That's a huge number for one guy. But it's not a huge number for the NFL. Yeah. And and there's a and, and we don't know yet if other owners are also the other 31 owners are chipping in on this. Right. So the NFL and Kroenke, Rams owner Stan Kroenke, have agreed to pay 791 or 790 million dollars. Now they they had been sued for a billion. So it's under that number by a fair amount. Um and again, we don't know if other owners are chipping in or how much. Ben the Simmons NFL. like, I got it. Let me just pay for it. It's cool. You get me back later, right? And they're like, <laughs> dude, what are you talking about? You just, you don't have seven hundred ninety million dollars. Like, nah, it's good, man. I want to play for the Rams. Like, it's an NFL team. Are you drunk? I I don't like though. Like, it's an, here we are again. Now we don't we don't get we don't get a full transparent reveal of what was going on which i hate right i've read i've read a fair amount on it today like opinions and there's a lot of people saying this is a loss for st louis like like 790 million sounds like a lot of money you give it to a city like that money goes quickly yeah but it's not it's 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 better than nothing sure there's a lot of people saying it's good there's a lot of people saying well you know 
part of the lawsuit when they said this would ever never have a chance like to have a team get a team back uh you know be part of it as far as guaranteed a team that seemed like a a stretch that that would happen but regardless we're we're not going to know and look i don't think we have to isn't this the NFL? This isn't isn't hasn't this, this has just become standard for the NFL. The NFL is like, fuck you. We'd rather pay than you than you to know how this league works. Yes. Like I said, by the way, this goes back to the thing. I mean, I think it's all under one. It's all under one. Like, let's talk about it, because I sent the text to you and then you went back and clipped the clip and put it up like. That fucking pass interference in the Giants game, dude. Yeah. Well, again, I, you know, I, I was watching, you probably were too, the Manning cast. Yeah. So they mentioned that flags picked up, but that was on the, what's your wide receiver's name? Uh, I think that was on, um, which dude was that on? That was on uh, Mooney. Oh, no, his... it was on, it was on 86. I'm forgetting his fucking name right now. Anyway, wide receiver pass. He played good quarterback in high school. Yeah, that was a kid. That was a, that was Kadarius Tony throwing the ball. Tony, not Mo, yeah. I was thinking Moni. Tony, yeah. They picked up just a, a blatant pass. I mean, the guy's tackled. I mean, the, the guy's tackled. The, 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 guy, the guy gets tackled. And they picked and it they up. Just, they call it, and then they just, they literally cut back to the ref. And he's like, no pass interference. And you're like, what? In what world? How? And I tweeted about this as well, but it's like, you know, we, we've, we've talked about the taunting thing. Tom Brady goes for a 13 yard scramble, gets up, punches two giants players in the back of the head. And was like, yeah, motherfuckers, fuck you all. Fuck this whole fucking city. You beat me in two fucking Super Bowls. Fuck you and fuck you and fuck all your fucking sideline. And they're like, yeah, that's totally reasonable. Why would we ever flag anybody in this league for taunting? And you're like, uh, I don't know, because you're deciding games on it in other fucking divisions. Yeah, I mean, again, I I don't want to be like the hey, everything is a conspiracy, but it, it's the easiest league to fix. We said that last episode. You you see penalties like that, it makes you wonder. It does make you wonder. Now, listen, the Giants are a franchise that the NFL definitely wants to do well. I agree, right? but at this point. They're, that that chan- the chances of that are over. They don't want Tom Brady and the Bucks, the, the reigning Super Bowl champs, losing three games in a row. When definitely, you have a definitely not to the Giants. Yeah, when the rest of their division is the Trevor Simeon Saints, the you know the Cam Newton Panthers. The the disaster that has you know that has become the Atlanta Falcons are like, no, listen, these guys are winning. We need the Bucs to have a home game. We need the Bucs to have potentially a higher seed. That's not a, that's not a pass interference. Well, at the end of the day, look, look, Tom Brady, he draws the numbers just like Patrick Mahomes. Like that's all they care about. You you know, people, you know, they started, I, I don't know if you saw, they started flexing games and I wish they'd started sooner. I mean, this Monday night game is, fucking nightmare i know so like the chargers are in cincinnati december 5th and ever like a lot of people and i thought too wow there's a good chance that game gets flexed 
you have Herbert, you have Burrow, same draft class. Right now they're both six and four. And that game has it's gonna have huge playoff implications. It didn't get flexed. Instead, they flexed the Chiefs Broncos. And again, it's because of Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes is gonna he's he's gonna draw better, even though the Broncos, you know, are like whatever at five and five. It's gonna draw better than those two guys, those two young quarterbacks. So the NFL definitely, I think, has some sort of agenda. Why would they not? Well, and that's that's it's exactly sports, the point. That's the ex- sports and, entertainment. And anybody who thinks otherwise is like, then why don't they want you to ever know anything about anything that happens behind the scenes? Anything. Anything. I mean, I, I just named the three main recent things: um, the Kaepernick lawsuit, the Washington Football Team scandal. And now the city of St. Louis suing. So these are three major things that have happened that the NFL is like, we don't want you to know the emails, the text, the behind the scenes. We don't want you to know any of that. We'd rather pay. We'd rather, yes. We'd rather give 790 million. That's a lot of money. But when you have billions of dollars, you know, maybe it's not. I don't know. So we have to mention this Aaron Rodgers. I almost said Aaron Hernandez. That's funny. Uh, we got to mention this Aaron Rodgers thing that has happened in the last. It's kind of a dumb story, but everybody's dumb, so it won't go away. So he. Including Aaron Rodgers at this point. He made a joke on Pat McAfee's show yesterday. They were talking about his toe and his toes injured. Obviously, we know that. We know now it's fractured. His, his pinky toe is fractured. So there's pinky toe or the second to the last toe, whatever that one is. Anyway, he made a comment, right, that he had COVID toe. Right. And then today, the press conference, he showed that he didn't. So the time Tarantino has been jerking off to that press conference the entire day. <laughs> Well, the jokes, there've been Rex Ryan jokes all day nonstop because he holds up his feet, right? Yeah. uh, So he makes a comment about that he had COVID toe, which is a thing which I knew about just because I knew a nurse practitioner who got it. Basically, you can get lesions and just gnarly looking things on your feet as a side effect. Specifically young people who don't get super side effect, super COVID effects. Exactly. Which Aaron Rodgers obviously didn't. Show up in your feet. So the Wall Street Journal ran with this side comment and did a whole piece on it today of like, they're bringing in doctors and this is what COVID toe is and blah, blah, blah. So then everybody on social is like just dunking on Rogers, right? They're like quote tweeting that article and being like, see, see. And then it's like, that's what Aaron Rodgers wanted clearly. So then he did a press conference, uh, after practice, like they always do. And then he, well, I'll just play it. It's not that long. I'll just play the first part. This is, this is what he said on the, the zoo. It's a zoom press conference to reporters. First up, we'll start with uh, Rob Domofsky. Hey Aaron, how you doing? Hey Rob. Fine. Thanks. So this is probably more of a failing on my part, um, but until a couple of days ago, I had no idea what COVID toe was. And as much as I enjoy the show with Pat, I have no idea if you guys were joking around about it yesterday. So do you have COVID? 
COVID toe? I'm glad you asked. Uh, just so I could show you the lesions on my foot here, Rob. So if I have enough room on this camera, let me see if I can. Oh, oh, there's no lesions whatsoever. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. No, that's actually called disinformation when you perpetuate false information about an individual. Uh, I'll just stop it there. I got it. It's the thing about Aaron Rodgers is stop accusing people of disinformation after you say things. Aaron Rodgers, are you vaccinated? Yeah. Stop then getting mad at people who thought you were vaccinated. I have COVID tell. Do you have COVID tell? No, that's disinformation. Like, what are you talking? Like, I understand Pat McAfee's show is a comedy show. But it's also at this point, the only interviews that Aaron Rodgers does. He does an annual Aaron Andrews interview. He does the forced press conferences that he's required to do. And he talks most openly on Pat McAfee's show. Stop saying things in in public interviews and then getting upset when people believe them. Also, stop saying disinformation when it's your information. I'm sick of this. Like, I'm so sick of I'm just done with this show. I'm just not doing I'm just not doing Dirty Sports anymore. This is so stupid. I'm I'm so sick of talking. I'm I quit this podcast. Andy, I've heard people are talking about uh, that. I'm quitting this podcast. And I just like to say, stop being fucking woke. Disinformation trolls like we're. Andy, I'm here on the podcast. So how did I quit it? How would I have quit this podcast? Can I, my feet are on this podcast. You want to see my feet? My feet are on this podcast now. That's my feet clearly on this podcast. So I don't know why people would think that I'm not on this podcast. A lot of people just want to dead, you know, kill and bury Joe Prano. This disinformation that I quit the podcast. I don't know where you would get that. And it's kind of offensive. And I just wish the woke army would fucking relax. Print that Wall Street Journal. It's literally what he did. <laughs> it, I, I will say I'm I am I mean, I'm surprised at how everything else played out with him. I'm surprised that he's he's doing this like he's pushing it. I, I am surprised again that he would say this again. Then you have a whole written expose basically on it, which he's loving. But like now, now I'm at the point where I'm like I don't know what I don't know what to believe. Is he engaged or is that disinformation? Like what, dude, we're just literally telling people what you're saying. I would, you know, what? it's funny you say that. I, I, I would, I would hedge my bet that they don't get married. Yeah. Which they're definitely a bachelor, bachelorette couple. Do you, do you know like her thing too? Like she's very progressive. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying that he's not on a lot of issues. I don't, I don't know. I don't know his stance on issues, nor do I really care, to be honest. It, you know, I, I care about him playing football, but they're, they're an interesting couple for kind of how he's, you know. You knew about COVID tell, right? I did. I didn't know about COVID tell. The reporter didn't know about COVID tell. Sure. COVID tell is apparently a thing prior to this Wall Street Journal article. Two weeks ago, you could Google COVID tell, I assume, and yes. find out about it. So when Aaron Rodgers says he has COVID tell, 
if somebody goes Google's it, they're like, oh, Aaron Rodgers did thing. Yeah. It does have toe issues. And now he's saying he has COVID toe. And it does line and up. I understand that I watched the clip and he's joking, but also at the same time, they didn't talk about him joking. You know what I mean? And now it's like, you also did this with the vaccine. You said, yeah. And then it turned out you weren't joking. You were just lying. So it's like, I, by the way, I have no problem with him joking about it. I have a problem with him getting upset now twice when people take his words to mean. Now you're just asking us to just assume you're lying all the time. That's a weird, it's a weird stance to take. I In do fact, think- if you, if you believe me and then you share what I say, you're, you have a disinformation campaign. That's a weird hot take. That's yeah. a weird, it's a crazy weird place to be in your life. I do think that's a great name for a band, COVID toe. Yeah, for sure. I, I said, I mean, that that's, there should be, a, if there's not already Aaron Rodgers COVID toe as a Twitter account, like who is Andy Ruther anymore? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> COVID toe is really, I mean, you know, that, that's. Can, we just, can, can Randy Ruther just become <laughs> Aaron's COVID toe? Like Randy Ruther's run its course. You feel like Randy Ruther's run its course? No, I'm just I'm just messing with. Yeah, Randy Ruther's not gonna like to hear that. The artist, formerly known as Randy Ruther, now COVID toe. Yeah, I don't think anyone. Again, the only reason I knew about it was because I was on a trip and there was a nurse practitioner, and and we were we were laughing when he said it. Like we didn't know it was real. He said, I got COVID last year. You know, I'm working in the hospitals all the time and I got COVID toe. And we were like, what? He goes, yeah, it's a thing, man. Like I didn't have many symptoms, but it hit me in my feet. And he was too embarrassed to show us the pictures. Cause he said, it's gnarly looking like lesions and it's gross. And he's like, I don't want, I don't want anybody to see these, but I had COVID toe. This, this, it goes back to the thing before. It's like the same thing that Aaron Rodgers did with it. It's like, you don't get to be upset when people believe you. That seems like a really, really weird place to be at in life. Unless he's just, well, the first one, he wasn't trolling here. He's just straight up trolling. The first one, he was lying. Yeah. And this one, he was trolling. Right. And that's also fine. But he also, but here's the thing. But then be like, gotcha, bitches. Yeah, he looked mad. (laughs) Yeah. He looked mad that people believed what he said. And he's saying, then he accused them of a disinformation campaign against them. Yeah. What he should have said is, no, I don't. You guys are kind of dumb for believing me. Clearly, I was joking. Not. I said something, you guys reported it. Yeah. And that's fucked up. Disinformation. Aaron Rodgers, man. On my list of favorite athletes, this guy's guy's falling from the the ranks. Look, look, I still like Aaron as a part. Like, I still like him. Doesn't mean I have to agree with certain things that he's done or lying or any of that. I like... I just think he's become it's gotten he's gotten to a weird portion of his 
thing. I was, I was totally team Rogers in the off season. And it seems like, seems like the way he handled that almost it's, it's like one of those things, like a slippery slope when like you handle it that way and you get away with it. And like certain people praise you for it. You start just going bigger. You know what I mean? Well, to me, none of this matters until he starts playing poorly, you know, like, well, he lost to the Vikings last week and apparently the toe was an issue. Well, he hurt that, you know, it's a, it, you know, totally. I get it. I'm assuming he heard it, you know, roundhouse kicking somebody while grappling with Joe Rogan, but I saw, I saw that coming from a mile away. I saw that coming from a mile away. Perhaps it was stepped on by a mule while he was browsing in the medicine aisle of the livestock store. Look, man, I, I he's still on my list of like people I'd, I'd like to get high with. Like if I had a list of like NFL players, has he thought about putting like a metal, uh, you know, ring on the bottom of his shoe so as to protect it, giving like a almost like a horseshoe like protection on the bottom i thought you were gonna go somewhere else with that are, are we gonna cover before we get to picks are we gonna even talk about the everson griffin i don't know what i all i know is he lost his mind sounds like a sounds like our latest well he has mental like like he has mental health issues and he has in his career like he's reported did you watch the video? The video is jacked up, man. No, I just saw the, like the police report thing. It's pr- it's 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 pretty sad to be honest. Like he's holding a gun, and his eyes are all wide, and he's saying that someone's in his house, and there was no one in his house, and he's gonna try to kill that person. Apparently, he's uh he's checked into a facility now. They finally got into the house. If he was smart, he'd be like, guys, I said that, but I was totally kidding. And honestly, this disinformation campaign of making me seem crazy, it's kind of fucked up. I'll, I'll play the video real quick. You got to watch You got to watch it though for the full effect. Yo, 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 I'm in my house. Niggas tried to pop me. I still got clips left. This is my gun, 45 Wilson Combat. Registered to me. I bought all my bullets around town. Dalvin Cook helped me purchase this gun. It all belongs to me and they are registered to me. So I know exactly where I bought them. I got the card I have them on. I have everything. So I mean Dalvin Cook just just getting shrapnel from that. Like Dalvin Cook, every time somebody goes fucking crazy on the Vikings, they're like, yo, it was me and Dalvin Cook. I mean, there were some funny memes about that. Like, I hate to Dal- say where there's smoke, there's fire, but like Dalvin Cook just getting just getting absolute ricochet from like what? Yo, dude, I'm just at practice. What, 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 are, we, what are we doing here? He's throwing me under the bus with this gun situation. But like it, dude, if you watch the video, it's terrifying his face. Crazy ass. Yeah, I mean, look, dude, these guys, we all know it. They're banging their heads around. Yeah. It's it's sad. But we do have to make picks. I don't know how to segue from there, Joe. I mean, like, 
We, we got to make picks. I, I am in a free for all the last two weeks. I've lost five, five points. You, you're you're down still up what? Seven. Yeah, you're good. I've, I mean, a lot of time left. This is week 12. Um, you know, and as we do the picks or before we get to the picks, I, I just want to say I love that you're rocking the Miller Lite shirt today. It's it's holiday season. It's it's the perfect time to be drinking the original light beer. I'm going to say this right now before you even continue on with, with what is an official ad read. I'm going with the Joe Prano ad read edition. We always talk about when you're golfing, when you're at the beach, when you're at a ball game. No, 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 no. I'm throwing down the gauntlet. I want all the Miller lights with your Thanksgiving meal picks tomorrow. I mean, I want a barrage of them. I like it. On Twitter, on Instagram, on whatever you're on. I want to see that plate full of turkey and stuffing and whatever else you put on your family's Thanksgiving meal. I want that Miller light there. Cans, bottles drafts show it to me that's what i'll be thankful for tomorrow you guys sharing with me all your miller lights and your thanksgiving meals because god is there anything better to wash down the most american meal of the year than the original american light beer well I got something even better, which I know you're going to love because you love the gear at uh, MillerLight.com. They have a 2021 holiday knitwear collection. Bro, I've seen it. Have you seen the sweater? I have. And you know, I have a sweater and it's like, oh man, adding one of those to the collection. I want to do a you know that people talk about ugly sweater parties. I just want to do an exclusively Miller Lite sweater party this year for Christmas. Yeah. You know, I'll talk to our people. Let's see if we can get some gear. They've been great to us sending gear. And if you guys want to uh, get some great Miller Lite gear, go visit the Miller Lite shop at shop.millerlite.com. And if you're a Miller Lite drinker, you're going to love it. Tis Miller time with friends and family this holiday season miller light great taste 96 calories give the gift of miller miller time there it is give the gift of miller time this holiday season by going to millerlight.com forward slash dirty sports to find delivery options near you or pick up some miller light pretty much anywhere they sell beer tis miller time celebrate responsibly miller brewing company Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Okay. Let's get to these picks over at FanDuel. We'll start off with the Lions. And, and you know, we've said this before, and I'll just say it again. They don't deserve the Thanksgiving game. You've been adamant about this. We need to end mm -hmm. it. They don't deserve it. This tradition... is dead it's dead and it sometimes traditions need to end the lines don't deserve it nothing says bad football like lions and bears and yeah. we see this matchup a lot obviously they're in the same division yeah 
I mean, it, it, you know, it's a tradition that the lions play. And I agree. I think I, like I've talked about, I've talked about the great opportunity that it seems like lions fans are too abused to pounce on, um, in, in, in doing a show of force at this game, but it's, it's one of the things that makes the lions existing sad is that they, that every year they do get a marquee. This is one, I would say this is one of the, you know, top six, eight marquee games each year. Like you're talking about the first Thursday night game, the first Monday night football game, the two, three Thanksgiving games, you know, like the, those are the most marquee games, right? Yeah. And this game will feature most likely, not a hundred percent, but most likely Tim Boyle versus Andy Dalton. What a great way to start off your Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> now this, this is your words. You probably think Tim, Tim Boyle versus Andy Dalton is like the, the green bean casserole of Thanksgiving games. Oh yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it's like, it's like showing up and then being like, we have some side side dish options. We got green bean casserole and we have white bread. And you're like, excuse me, what was that? Yes. We have, we have untoasted white bread and we have green bean casserole. What are you into? I mean, the Detroit lions, they are the green bean casserole. Of yeah, Thanksgiving, and by, that, and by that I mean, please stop. Yeah, please. I don't hate it as much as you. I've been on record saying that. I don't hate it as much. I just, I've, I've experienced many of them in my life. It's like I've experienced the '90s Barry Sanders era of green bean casserole. I've experienced the Megatron years. It's like all of them still leave me kind of grossed out and disappointed. The bottom line is like, I don't know what goes in it. It's just like wet, but also seems to like, it, it seems to have, uh, you know, leftover, like seems like people take, go out and get a blooming onion from Outback Steakhouse. And then whatever's left on the bottom of the bag after they eat it, they dump on the top of some wet green beans. I just don't know. I'm not sure what it's supposed to be. Like maybe if I went and got a green bean casserole, like a five-star restaurant or whatever, I'd be like, oh, this is what it, but I have no basis for what it is other than some sort of brown water green beans, for, which for me is just like, just give me green beans. Why is it, why, is, why are you bringing green beans that seem to be suddenly like Ninja Turtles, like born and raised in a sewer? Like what is with this? <laughs> Side note, speaking of Thanksgiving, I saw some debate going on about mac and cheese as a side and people were debating. And I think there was a debate going on with the Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith and Matt Ryan. I think, I think mac and cheese is, it, it's an acceptable side for Thanksgiving. Well, I think it's an acceptable side. I'll say that it's uh, not a main side. It's not a featured side. It's an I'll acceptable say that it's like, side. It's not, I, I don't think if you, if you asked me, to like fill in some, fill in a roster. I think like turkey, gravy, stuffing, uh, pumpkin pie. Yeah, pumpkin pie, cranberry sauce, and some sort of potato would have to be like the baseline. You know, be like, no, we don't have potatoes. I'd be like, you don't have sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes. Like, no, we don't. We don't do potatoes. I'd be like, okay, this is a little weird. 
oh, we don't have cranberry sauce. Okay, you know, you should for for us, you know, classical Thanksgiving people, you should probably have it. But like, as an Italian, again, you know, to here we go heritage. We do. We would always do a pasta dish pre dinner. We'd get like a stuffed shells or a manicotti or like whatever. That would be like a pre dinner thing, which is certainly not standard. But it's like because of that, we didn't typically traditionally have mac and cheese on the table because we already had some pasta. But my brother now, mac and cheese is for my. The only thing Mikey eats on Thanksgiving is his his deep fried turkey, which he slathers in ketchup and mac and cheese. I mean, Mikey eats like he's a six year old. Um, but I love mac and cheese, and it's like, why the fuck not? Especially like a baked mac and cheese. Yeah. You know, give me that panko crust. Oh, yeah. Getting hungry thinking about it. Now we have to go back to some bad stuff. My bad stuff. I mean, Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears. The Lions casserole versus white bread. Yeah. For a spot on your plate on Thanksgiving. The Bears are a three-point favorite. I, I will start this off. That was a tough loss, man. The Bears. Like, that's a game they had. I just, I just, we, we went over Tim Boyle. The guy threw one touchdown to 13 interceptions for three years. I just, I just, look, Andy Dalton is what he is. Tim Boyle sounds like the fourth lead on wings. Like, what? <laughs> who's Tim Boyle? It's like, I just, in my right mind, I just can't, I just can't take the Lions. I just can't. Now they covered last week, but whatever. I just can't. I just like what what are what are they going to do offensively? They cover if they score a touchdown defensively. That's how they cover. I just cannot take Detroit. I can't either. I the the, the only thing that makes me want to do it is the earliness and the Thanksgiving day. It's like a twelve thirty Eastern, which is like eleven thirty Detroit. Thanksgiving morning start. The only thing that makes you do it is like those games are always wonky as shit, but yeah, I'm out on Detroit. Yeah. Take your uh, green bean casserole and throw it into the fucking whatever Lake Michigan. Next up, the Raiders travel to big D to face the Cowboys. The Raiders are seven and a half point dogs. They are a uh, sinking it's a sinking Raidership right there, but seven and a half is big. I'll let you start it off. I'm going with the Raiders. Uh, I, I don't like the Raiders to win this game, but I like a little backdoor backdoor car. Uh, I think the opposite, you remember last week and I talked about this. Um, everybody thought that's the chiefs Cowboys big. And I said, under, 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 I'm going the opposite this week. Raiders are a debacle. I think you're going to see a lot of throwing the ball, probably a lot of Derek Carr turnovers. You know, they got the, a couple ball hawks, a couple big playmakers on defense for Dallas. But I like a backdoor car. I'm going with the Raiders to backdoor cover. It's a big spread. That half is really big for this. And I'm torn. There's a big part of me that says the Raiders are just a debacle and they're going to get destroyed. C.D. Lamb, I think he's playing. You know, he had a concussion last week. I don't know the status of some of the guys in the Cowboys. 
But the other part of me agrees with what you're saying is, is that like, dude, seven and a half is so big to, you know, it's, it's a Cowboys team. You don't know who is going to show up. Um, I think the Raiders cover. I'm really leaning towards the Raiders covering, but I'm going to take a chance. I am going to take a chance for the sake of the show. And for the sake of just having fun and taking a chance, I'm going to go against what I think is going to happen. Go Cowboys. I can't believe I'm doing this. Do I want to do this? I'm talking out loud. Do I really want to do this? That half point is so huge. Do I really want to do this? I think this might be a reckless decision. Am I going to regret this come week 18? All right. My chips are in on the Cowboys. As Regis Philbin would say, is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah, I'll stick with the we Cowboys. We can lock it in, Andy Ruther. Can we lock it in? I'll stick with the, the Cowboys. Cowboys to cover seven and a half. Okay, right. lock it in. I also, you know, and not to sway you after the fact, but I think Mike, I think Mike McCarthy's better when he has 40 days to prepare as opposed to four. True. <laughs> All right, your, your, your last game, which I believe will be on NBC, the Bills, who are also in a tailspin right now, they travel to New Orleans. Two teams that are just losing games left and right. They're six-point favorites. Trevor Simeon, I believe, will start again. Taysom Hill, we've learned this week, it's official. Everyone is saying this. The New Orleans Saints are they're money laundering. Oh, this has this happened since our last show. This happened since our last show. Yes, it has since the last show. I honestly, there's that's the only explanation. It's the only explanation. There's some sort of GM or Sean Payton kickback, or he gives money back to the organization that they use for whatever. There's absolutely no explanation for the second ludicrous contract that this guy has gotten. When they don't even fucking use him. Yeah. It's so bizarre. So the new contract, which broke Monday after our show. It's four years. Between 40 million and 95 million, depending on the position he plays. And he gets 22 and a half million guaranteed. It's insane. There's never been anything like this. So it has to, it's the only explanation. He gets 40 million base salary. If he plays the role, I guess the position that he's currently playing and up to this is crazy up to an additional 55 million. If he does become the Saints starting QB for the next four seasons and nothing is indicating that he would, he lost the starting job. To Jameis Winston, who comes back next year, then you have does he? Or are you sure he's under contract? Well, sorry, he obviously he's in, injured this year, so it's not yeah. Trevor Simeon's job. What I meant is that you know Jameis Winston will be healthy again next year. Yes, I guess that was a, a one-year deal or whatever. So who knows what they're bringing him back? But you can't. How can you think that this guy is going to potentially be your starter when, if you don't think you're signing, resigning Jameis, like who wouldn't beat him out for the job if Jameis did? 
Yeah, and Trevor Simeon. They can say he's hurt, but I just, I just. And if he's hurt, then why are you paying him all this money? They're, he's they're, just not worth it. It's he's e- just not. It's either some sort of money laundering or shady logistical way to save money, or Taysom Hill has some crazy dirt on Sean Payton. It's the only explanation. If your favorite football team was like, hey, we're paying this special team or $15 million, you'd be like, what? Why would you do that? What are you, what in the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. None of it adds up. A fun player. I know sure. he has value. Yeah, for I'm not sure. And don't keep him around. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But who else is paying him that money if you guys don't? There's just absolutely no way somebody was like, we need to get, we need to get our hands on a little Taysom Hill for 20 million a year. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not that much, but still, I know your point. Right, but I'm saying who, it, it's, ten, it's 10 right now base. Yeah. So it was somebody swooping in and being like, forget the incentives, we'll give you 15 a year? To come play what? Like H back? I just don't get it. So I guess I'm up. The Bills are six-point favorites. I, I just can't take the the way they've been playing. I just can't take the bills. That's a lot of points. I mean, look, the saints are at home. It's not like they're in these games. I'm taking the, the saints to cover. I'm taking the bills to, to cover. I think uh, the saints, yeah, the saints haven't shown me anything either. I just think that the bills do for a bounce back game. I feel like this is it. A prime time Thursday, short week bounce back game. Wow, this could be huge for us. Two different picks out of the three on Thanksgiving. This could be huge. All right. Moving right along. Tennessee travels to New England. The Patriots are six and a half point favorites. Big spread against the team that's hurting, though. You're up. I'm going to take the this Titans team. I don't like the future of this Titans team, um, given you know their injuries, um, given the way that they've been playing. But, and I know the thing that does scare me is the Belichick, Rabel, you know, master, trainee, you know, uh, uh, Sensei Shredder versus his, his pupil. Sensei but, Shredder, uh, it would be uh... Sensei. Uh, uh, sorry, what's his? What was the name? The fucking the, the rat, dude. Yeah, this is my second Ninja Turtles reference. Splinter, oh, Splinter. Yeah, took me a second uh, too. Um, but six and a half in a game that I think you know is going to be a defensive struggle. Uh, the both teams are going to try to play that kind of game. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm going with Tennessee. I agree for all those reasons. And, and, and you made me think of something. You know, rats are hated by everybody, right? Like, we all hate rats. Right. Like if you had a, a battle, though, between the most beloved rats, it's got to come down to Chuck E. Cheese and Splinter, right? Ooh, it's interesting. Like, who, win, who wins in the most beloved rat battle? Chuck E. Cheese versus Splinter. Yeah, also... Well, first of all, Chuck E. Cheese is a restaurant mascot and 
uh, that pizza's sp- trash and, and splinter's a ninja. So, I mean, <laughs> in a battle, I'm going to ninja. like, I'm, what just, are we- I'm just saying as a kid, you have who are you so- taking in a boxing match. Okay. Uh, okay. Who, are you ta- who are you taking in a boxing match? I- Mike Tyson or the hamburglar? You're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? One is a trained killer. <laughs> And the other is a fucking restaurant mascot. (laughs) What I was going with was, you know, you have such good, like I do, I have great memories. Like that was the, that was the thing, man. You go to a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, the band's playing. You're going to love this. You're going to love this, Andy. I've never been inside a Chuck E. Cheese. What? I don't even know where the Chuck E. Cheese, like we didn't have Chuck E. Cheese. That was not, I mean, if we did, it wasn't that close. I've never been to a Chuck E. Cheese. I only know about it as like sort of a theoretical thing. But you know, I had never been to a fucking Little Caesars. These are things I see commercials for all the time growing up. And I'm like, yo, how do I get me like a fucking Sonic, you know, meal? Not not a Sonic within fucking 100 miles of my house growing up. Not a Chuck E. Cheese, not a Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. I was like, I'd love pizza. How do I get this? Well, look, I popped, I popped your little Caesar's chair. I almost feel like I'm going to have to pop your little, your Chuck E. Cheese chair. Now, now growing up for me, it was like, I'm, if we do go to Chuck E. Cheese, I'm just going to, you would have to be with kids or we look like pedophiles. Uh, also, it'll be weird that I'm walking with nunchucks to test this theory. Yeah. Especially with your mustache. Like there's a, there's a, there's a lot of red flags. No, see, I have such great memories. That's why I was trying to pin the two together. Like my memories, that was a big deal. Like not everybody got to go there. I'm saying if you had a birthday party and you were taking the party to Chuck E. Cheese, you know, it's pizza. They have, they have like the, the, the band playing and, and that's like, it was like music from the, the Chuck E. Cheese and his friends or whatever. And then you get older, like I did. And then, then like, I could see the Chuck E. Cheese mascot guy. And I saw you'd see like flesh of the human. And we, we kept hitting his hat off. Like we were just, you get older. We're like, you just turn into a dick. Like you cross that age where you're like, Chuck E. Cheese is so cool. Then you're like, fuck this guy. I'm knocking his head off to reveal to everybody. This motherfucker's a human. But there, you know, I don't know what it is now, but like growing up, you know, there's like a game room, ball pit. Dave and Buster's ish. Kind of. Yeah. But I haven't been in a Chuck E. Cheese forever. Yeah. So we're both taking the Titans. All right, Jets at. I wonder Tex. if Chuck E. Cheese would try to disarm Splinter with the pizza. You know, the the Ninja Turtle crew—they love their pizza. Ooh, that's a good point. He poisons the pizza. That's how he gets yeah. fucking Splinter. I think he has to poison it. If you've had Chuck E. Cheese pizza as an adult, you're like, what is in this shit? Like that—that—that that, that stuff's giving you the runs. You know, as a kid, I, I just feel like your immune system is so strong as a kid. Like if you can handle Chuck E. Cheese pizza. You can handle anything. Dude, I used to eat McDonald's before Friday night basketball games in high school. A varsity basketball player. I'm just going out and eating McDonald's. Yeah, Ocho Cinco did it in Cincinnati as a professional yeah. athlete. And just being like, yeah, why wouldn't you? If I ate McDonald's before I worked out right now, I feel like it, I, I'd look like Krang. Like something would could, could be like trying to come out of my stomach. Yeah, that's that's why I told you. That's why I should do that challenge. Where like I run a marathon or a half marathon, I stop along the way to eat like White Castle. Like it'd be wild to see how long I go before I start yakking. Okay. 
Speaking of yakking, your yak game of the week, Jets at Texans. I'm up first. The Texans are two and a half point favorites. They're coming off their first win. I'm sorry, their second Second win. win. They beat the Jags week one. Here's the thing with Tyrod Taylor, like they can compete. No, I I know you're laughing, but like, you know what I'm saying? No, like they can compete. I hate to do it. This is such a bad game. Joe Flacco starting again for the Jets. I'm going to go. Yeah, for sure. I thought Flacco had COVID now. Does he? I heard Zach Wilson starting for the Jets again. No, you did not. Oh, because Flacco's unvaccinated. So Joe Flacco and Mike White are on the COVID-19 list? You're right. Zach Wilson starting. So we have Zach Wilson versus Tyrod. Wasn't Zach Wilson like famously unvaccinated? I don't know if he's unvaccinated. All right. So Zach Wilson versus Tyrod Taylor. Oh, what a bad game. God, I hate to do this. I'm taking the Texans. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm taking the Jets. We got a lot of different points. I don't week. love. I don't love taking the Jets in this game, but like, but I am. I'm taking. Okay. Them. It's in Texas. Yes, in Texas. Mm, I really hate that, but I'm doing. It. I'm taking the Jets. Yeah. All right, I think we're going to agree on this next one. Eagles at your Giants. You're up. Eagles are three and a half point favorites. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Jason Garrett and his soulless ginger fucking waste of space is off our thing. I honestly, I can't think of somebody that the Giants would have at offensive coordinator this week that would make me feel less confident than I felt with Jason Garrett. Honestly, I can't, th- I not Ben McAdoo, not Pat Shermer, not fucking Trevor, our intern. Like I don't, there's Who? not a, our, our former intern, Trevor. Who? Not, not he who shall not be named. Not fucking. Uh, there's, there's not a single person on earth. I am taking the giants to win the game with a no Jason Garrett bump. Freddie Kitchens for life, dog. I'm I just not, don't. Wow. I just don't think. Here's my thing. I really just. I I think that there has been this shift in love for the Eagles from like a couple of games, and that's fine. Like you you know you are your record, whatever. But I think that the 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 public shift to this Eagles team is like decent, is ludicrous. I'm taking the Giants to win the game. I'll take the Giants to cover. I don't know about win the game. I do think this Eagles team is decent. Hertz is weird. He doesn't have any good numbers, but he somehow runs the offense efficiently enough to do it just enough to get by. And if they win this game, holy shit, they're going to be six and six. All right. Good matchup this next And if they one. lose this game to the Giants, we, we can agree they're bad, right? Yeah, I don't think they're good. I just think they're average. The Bucks travel to Indy where they are three-point favorites. This is an interesting game. 
because the Colts can run the ball and they're going to keep that ball away at least as much as they want to, or like as much as they'll try to, I should say. That's what they're going to do, keep that ball away from that offense. And they're pretty healthy right now, minus Antonio Brown. And I think he might be coming back. Colts are rolling. They're three-point underdogs at home. I'm going to go Bucks. I'm also going to go Bucks. This is, this is the, this has way less to do with Buck the Bucks, although they're obviously like a solid veteran football team, but it has way less to do with how the Bucks are playing than it does the Colts. I think that the if there is an issue with this Colts team, it's that I just don't see them being able to be consistent. They're rolling. So when they fall off here, it's like like when they just have a total, then they totally shit their pants in this game and be like, well, this is the problem with the Colts. And that's yeah. what I'm riding here. So I'm going with the Bucks as well to win and cover on the road. All right. Atlanta travels to Jacksonville where they are two and a half point favorites. I have I'll to let, go fucking first. You got to go first with these Cowboys or these Falcons. It's the Jags, man. I fucking like, didn't I say I was not doing the Falcons anymore, but like you, you said it last week, you said, and I said, I said, you'll come back. You will. And here we are. But how do I, what, what do I do? I pick the Jags. Like you, you got to believe the Jags can win this game. Do I believe the Jags can win this game? I don't believe the Jags can win any fucking football game. I believe the Jags can win this game. So you're taking the Jags. Fine. I'll take the Falcons. Then. I didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You asked if I believe they could win. I, I believe the Jacks, Jags could win this game. I do. It's in Jacksonville? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take the Falcons. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm back. Hmm. Do it. God. They've covered for me a couple times, Jacksonville. They've also burned me. I just don't think they can do it. I've watched them offensively. I just can't. I just can't. My right. Just think you, you just said you did think they could do it. Like I think they they could win. I just offensively, I just think they're trash. I gotta go. God, I hate doing it too. I gotta go Atlanta. These all these games suck. Here's another game that sucks. All it right, really both, is a shit week. Yeah, we're both gonna take Atlanta. This is a bad week. Panthers at Dolphins. Panthers are two point favorites. I think two is trash. I'd almost say I'd rather have Jacoby Brissett starting. Because I've been think, saying, I, I, you know me, I'm, I'm by no means a Jacoby Briscoli fan. Because he's not going to turn make the awful. Two is good, like he was last, like he did last week against the Jets. He's good for just one interception where you say, "What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing, man?" I've never understood Tua, not for one second ever. Didn't understand the draft pick. Don't understand them playing him. Don't understand the people that insist that he's good. Don't understand them not giving up on him. Don't understand them not mortgaging everything to get to Sean Watson. Don't understand any absolute anything about it. Also, that being said, I'm taking the Dolphins. I know it's your pick first, but. Well, we agree. Okay. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. At two? 
I'm taking Carolina. Yeah. All right. Steelers, Bengals, big division game. Yeah. Bengals beat them in Pittsburgh. Can Randy get a who day? I'm looking at the injury report. Boy, Pittsburgh is so banged up, man. You saw that. They, I mean, they, they just, they went. Chargers dominated that game. I don't care what the score says. They dominated statistically. They dominated them. But they still kept it close. It's four and a half, man. Now, here's a little, here's a little info you wouldn't know unless I told you. It's not like insider info, but they've been advertising for to sell these tickets as of recently, yes. Like, like when I'm watching sports. And to me, that's a sign. The Bengals are struggling so hard to get butts in seats. Those are all going to be taken. And, and, and they've had a problem with Pittsburgh, stands, Pittsburgh fans stealing because they have a great fan base. Dude, if they were advertising as of yesterday when I'm watching like ESPN or whatever, Right, I think that's a sign. They've been doing it for weeks during Bengals games. Oh, tickets available for Steelers. Like, how are their tickets available for your division rival? I just four and a half is too big for me. I, I don't know if it's my turn. But I think it's my turn, but I agree. Four and a half. I think this is a field goal game. It's it's just too big. And I don't think either of us would be shocked if the Bengals lost this game. No. All right. Onto the Bengals need to win this game, by the way. They have to win. They'd be in a great position. If this pushes seven if and Bengals four. If Bengals lose this game, I'm blocking Randy Ruther. <laughs> if Bengals lose this game, like he should deactivate his account. I mean, they'd be six and five. They'd still be right in the hunt. They win, they're in a great position at seven. Yeah, and four. they have to win. And by the way, I'll be rooting for Cincinnati. Like it'll be fun. But I, uh, I think for now, I think it's a field goal game. I think somebody kicks a field goal at the end to win this football game. Yeah. All right. Four o'clock Eastern games. Chargers at Broncos. I believe you're up first. Chargers Technically, are. I think I was first on the last one. Okay. I'll go first then. The Chargers are two and a half point favorites. I think they know they have to win this game. And I think they do. And I think they cover. It's in uh, Denver. Denver. Yeah, I'm w- I'm with you. I just I just think you know. Chargers think, been so disappointing that I I but they like, but they played better that. on the road. Yeah. I'll take the Chargers as well. All right, San Francisco at home against the Vikings. This is game is huge playoff implications. San Francisco's three point favorites, Joe. You're up. I think this could be right around the number, but I'm going to go San Francisco feeling themselves the last couple of weeks, uh, looking way better offensively. Huge letdown game for the Vikings after a, uh, you know, huge division win against COVID toe and the Packers. Um, I'm going with San Francisco to win and cover. I don't believe in the Vikings. You can't make me believe in the Vikings. Well, I'm pulling up. Shout out to our analytics dirt ball. Tyler There's one Hawkins. thing that the 
Niners do. It's they rush the passer. If there's one thing that Kirk Cousins hates, it's people trying to tackle him in football games. Tyler Hawkins has listed this as the most important game of the week as far as like future implications. He has it as a 99 out of 100. And I, I mean, we, you can't Huge. disagree. Huge. And I agree with what you said. I'm going to have to take San Francisco. All right. Great game next up. Rams at the Packers. I love this game. This is, the, oh, this is, I mean, far and away the game I'm most excited for this week. I don't know who I'm rooting for. I don't know what I want. It's your COVID toe game of the week. So much. So many storylines here. And, and honestly, the two teams that I really like in the NFC. Huge game. In Lambeau, West going east, warm weather team going to the cold. Rams are one point favorite. Rams are one point favorite? Yeah. Wow. I'm up first. I'm going Packers. I think the Packers win this game. Come on, take your boy OBJ. You know you want to. You, this is going to be his breakout game. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about Odell at all, but sure. Prod me into it. I'll take the Rams. Matthew Stafford returning to Lambeau. I almost want to go with you just because I want to be able to watch that game with absolutely nothing on the line. I almost want to go with you no matter who you take, but I'll go with the Rams. Fuck it. I just, I would like to see a good football game here. I truly don't have, I like the Packers in the post McCarthy era. I like the Rams in the Stafford year. Like I like, I'm rooting for this to be a great game. And I think it's going to show us a lot about the state of the NFC. I think it'll show us a lot of, I mean, this, this has, this could be an NFC championship game. Yeah. This has huge ramifications. But all right, you goad me into it. I'll take the Rams. I'm not good. I'm just saying Odell uh, playoff Lambo playoff revenge game. I hope he goes on a fucking boat this week. I want him. I like, uh, Oh, I'm going to, I might tweet at Odell and be like, Odell, come on. I got a boat for you. Come sit on this boat. Just for the day. You think Odell, you think Odell's in the NFL in three years? Yes. A hundred percent. hundred percent. A hundred percent. I would put it at 50, 50. Josh Johnson's in the NFL. Nathan Peterman's in the NFL. Those are different positions. I think these guys phase out quickly, man. Uh, uh, f- Josh Gordon's in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, how many, what are we doing? Talent. Here? That's what. Yeah, but I don't know. Des Bryant just faded out. I was like, what? Like he should have been in the NFL. I thought. He came back. He had a he had a he had a Ravens run. Remember? It was short. Yeah. I'd put it at 50-50 that Odell is not in the league to start. Here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. Three season. Here's the thing with Odell and three years from now is how long do you think? Like, let's say he's awful the rest of this year. Okay, let's not forget awful. Let's just say he's just average. Real average. Let's say he averages 45 yards a catch or 45 yards a game for the here on out. He's still going to get a contract 
Sure. Is he signing a one-year deal somewhere? Like, I see him more likely signing a two- or three-year deal. Yeah, I do, too, but guys get cut is what I'm saying. Sure. Todd Gurley's not in the NFL right now. Again, different position, but... Yeah. Like, guys just... Skill position when they've had injuries. All right, well, we have different pick there. Your Sunday night game, Browns at Ravens. This is another great one. Lamar Jackson claimed he's 120% going to play is what he said, I think. Something along those lines. Okay. Well, Baker- <laughs> math with the Ravens. Baker Mayfield, uh, he's, you know, I, I, he's not playing good and he's hurt. and uh, Three and a half. You're up first. I know what I'm doing. This is a three and a half point Ravens favorite at home. Yeah. I'll go with the Ravens. That's what I'm going towards. I just can't. I think it's a huge momentum builder to win with your backup quarterback last week, the way they won, too. All right, and our Monday night game, which is terrible. Jesus Christ. Seahawks at Washington. Washington's a point favorite. Who's the best quarterback in this game? That's offensive. To to Taylor Henneke? I like Henneke. He's almost like a mini Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like he'll have great plays, and then it's like, "What are you doing?" Dude? Yeah, isn't he kind of like in that totally. same mold? Totally, yes. And they're both mobile. Yeah, I feel like that. That's kind of that same mold. The one went to Harvard. One went to what Old Dominion or something. Like, yeah, dude. I I just Seattle. I think sucks. I just can't pick them. Or you're up first, but go ahead. I already. What What's the spread? It's in Seattle. It's in Washington. Washington's a point favorite. Let Russ cook. I'll take I'll take your Seattle Seahawks. Can I change my pick? Oh, look at you. Look at you. I'm trying to I'm trying to sneak another one from you. You don't show love. Your boy is a one point favorite to the Washington football team. No, he's one point dog. He's a one point dog to the Washington football team. Just you have just abandoned the, the rust train. You were like, not only do I want off no, this no. stop, I want to, I'm going to send a bomb down into the fucking train station. I'm blowing up this whole goddamn train. Look, I'm realistic. You went full, you went full fucking Batman begins on the fucking. The I'm realistic. Train. If somebody's not playing well, they're not playing well. Right? Somebody's not producing, they're not producing. I feel like I'm pretty honest about it. Are you taking Seattle? I'm taking Seattle. I, this is going to be tough for me to root against Russ, dude. I know. Oh, man. I don't, I don't you want don't to, have to root against him. You can root for him to tie. Oh, now you're, now you're changing your pick on me? Is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. Just do, do you. I'm going to let Russ cook. I'm going to go Russ. Oh, man. Hey, you were supposed to go first anyway. I, I, I shouldn't have said that. Are we going to have time to do Chili Gate? This is already kind of a long show. It's all right. We can bang the episode. How, the, how long is Chili Gate? I got four calls about Chili Gate. Four? Bro, Chili Gate is a hot item in the right, very sports world. Let's bang it out. It's, it's a pre Thanksgiving show. I want. In, talk. In, in exchange for the long episode, I want everybody tagging Miller Lite in their Thanksgiving and Joe Prano in their Thanksgiving tweets. I want uh, 
I want people to follow up this long episode by also checking out the uh, Joe Prano podcast episode I put out the other day. I want you guys all to follow me on all the social media in exchange for this long episode. Be thankful for all the things we give you, Dirtballs, including this Chili Gate long extended episode. All those plugs. Also, the hotline, 310-359-8365. Okay. Chili Gate has moved on to... Well, we'll just, we'll just, we'll do it. Let's go. Let's go. We'll start off with the chef's response. Ooh. Vance Hanson, Denver, Colorado, waiting on the chili discussion. I agree with uh, Joe Prano on this one. <clears throat> you know, um, spaghetti with bolognese, that's a thing. Spaghetti with chili should not be a thing. People in Cleveland need to keep your shit away from the Italians. You know, and as a guy who's professionally cooked for, for over 12 years and going, I've eaten some pretty foul shit, but I make it for myself and I won't give it to, to other people. Like a, like a hot dog on a chocolate chip pancake. That's some shit I'll do, but that's for me. Wow. I ain't going to serve that shit to anybody else. So yeah, chili, spaghetti, no good. Condoms are for Bud Light. Yes. This is a great call. Appreciate the con. Well, first, first of all, all bolognese, uh, finally, like, you know, somebody who understands why it's extra offensive. Well, 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 first of all, dude, Cincinnati, like now, now there's there are chili parlors from the greater Cincinnati area chili parlors that are also up in Cleveland. Don't they call them chili parlors? I don't know. I think they might. Welcome to the old chili parlor. You know, well, you know, it's well, a chili parlor because it's got a spinning candy cane chili can. Well, what I find interesting, though, is like everyone gets like like worked up like, well, he you know, he made a great point with this, like. First of all, hot dog on a chocolate chip thing. It's, it's like interesting. Hot dog on way, a chocolate chip pancake. Yeah, hot, hot dog on a chocolate chip pancake. Interesting. Now, if you went, if you did some novelty restaurant where you served hot dogs on pancakes, I'd be in. But stop acting like it's a normal. Don't act like it's a normal thing. But I would argue that we my, should all have respect for. No, no, no. My counter argument is the, the market has decided, right? If these, if if Skyline Chili and Gold Star Chili have a combined two hundred franchises, the that's that's a lot of franchises. I mean, Waffle House exists doesn't mean it's not disgusting. Yeah, but like even okay, even like those places, I, th- I think sometimes we're coming at it from different angles. Like people are getting worked up. I'm not saying these are fine delicacies. You know, it's just the fucking late night food. Like I said, it's a spot. All right, let's well, let's let's continue with the chili gate calls. What else we got here? Oh, we have a uh, let's let's get to another East Coast guy for you, Joe. Another Italian. Hey, boys, Eric from Colorado. Um, I I got away in as as an Italian who grew up in North Jersey. Um, you just, I, I don't know. I don't know what you can compare to Italian food there. I, I've never had Skyline Chili, but like, I can't imagine that like it's better than 1% of Italian restaurants back there. You know, um, I got to defend this stuff as like, you know, I don't, I don't live there anymore. I live around Denver now, but you know, the Italian food's not the same. It's just like, I, here, here's the kicker too, is I can't even 
eat Italian food anymore. Um, somehow I ended up with celiac disease, and I equate that to, like, I must have done something wrong in my life to, like, you know, be an Italian kid, <laughs> growing up there, not being able to eat pizza and drink beer anymore. So I don't know what I've done wrong, but, like, I, I have to defend it, you know. It's like, even though I still can't have it, it's like, it's still Italian food from New York, North Jersey. Like, come on, what are we talking about? Uh, condoms are for pineapple on Whoa. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. First of all, he, see, he almost helps my point. I'm not saying that these chili parlors are better than some good Italian food in New York or New Jersey. Or like, I'm not saying that. Right. I'm just take it for what it is, is all I'm saying. And if you I don't think, think it, anybody's saying that. What we're saying is don't disgrace a heritage by dumping your garbage on top of it. And I understand spaghetti's become, you know, the world's pasta dish. You know, you're not doing big ziti with chili on it, but like still, like I said, and we go back to the thing that sent Stolzi off. Put it in the fuck, put it on macaroni, just call it hamburger helper and be done with this. We'll take the signature world pasta. Well, look. I think we have to play a call from a gentleman with a Greek background because I feel like you you, you might have offended his people now, Joe. You, you've attacked the Greeks. And, How did uh, I attack the Greeks? I didn't attack the Greeks. I'm just going to play his I call. Said, hey, Greeks, fucking keep your fucking nose out of our business. I'm just going to play the call. Okay. He said he didn't want to weigh in, but he felt he had to. This guy, by the way, has not called since Friday, September 1st, 2017. Okay. So you let me put it this way. You, you, whatever you said, he hadn't called in over four years into our show. But whatever you said about his people, he felt he had to call back and defend his people. I tried to stay out of this as long as I could, but um Prano <laughs> said some shit on the last podcast, and now I have to clear things up. I am Greek. We have a dish called macaronia mekima, which is pasta with meat on top. It's like a meat sauce. Oh, what's going on here? I'm sure that they have a, a bolognese in Italian. There's no. Oh, hold on. Let me just pause it for a second. God is stopping this call. <laughs> This is again. We're having issues with oh Skype. God, that was you. You're a fucking narcotics agent. Okay, let's see if this works. No disrespect that needs to be had here, but um, I don't know why this guy left Greece, came to Ohio, and started putting chili on top of it. I've never had it. I don't. I don't. It doesn't appeal to me. Uh, but no need to throw shade at the Greek people. What the fuck's going? Oh man, stop cutting out. This is such a tease. All right, let's try it again. Hold on, let me refresh this. Such a tease. I mean, in the meantime, I didn't throw shade at all Greek people. I threw shade at the Greek people who came over and did this. I mean, <laughs> oh, I, 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 hold on. 
Oh my God. Why is it Skype? What is going on? I'm going to have to. I tried to stay out of this as long uh, as I could, but. I'm going to have to um, replay it. Prano said some shit on the last podcast, and now I have to clear things up. I am Greek. We have a dish called Macaronia Mekima, which is pasta with meat on top. It's like a meat sauce. They, I'm sure that they have a, a bolognese in Italian. There's no disrespect that needs to be had here. But um, I don't know why this guy left Greece, came to Ohio, and started putting chili on top of it. I've never had it. I don't. I don't. It doesn't appeal to me. Uh, but no need to throw shade at the Greek people. What the fuck's going on? Also, if, we're, if there's any shade to be thrown, you know, Greeks taught Italians how to do everything. If you think about it, you guys beat us with the fucking pasta, but honestly, that's it. All your gods, Greek gods. All your ideas, first Greek ideas. So no, no, no shade needs to be thrown. All right, stay dirty, boys. All right, so so now we have an Italian Greek war that we've created. I've, I've not, this is the thing. My point was that there is there's definitely a bridge of culture over there, you know, and I don't like. Where is the example of fucking you know, you know Anthony Brajoli coming over here and opening a fucking restaurant where he makes you know gyros and he fucking puts cheeseburgers on top of them i'm just saying i have no problem with the greek people i have a problem with this greek asshole that came over here and decided to be like hey you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna move to america where they're fucking there are no cats and i can i can disgrace italian food you're like fuck you i'm not talking about the greeks in general i'm talking about this greek asshole okay so so here's i said how would he feel okay well a little further deep dive. We mentioned him last episode. This guy's getting so much love. Still alive, by the way. Nicholas Lambrinidis. Okay. He, uh, or no, is this his father? Yeah, sorry. This is his father. So Nicholas Lambrinidis, he immigrated to Cincinnati from Castoria, Greece in 1912. I mean, right, just right there, immediate. Like, I mean, what nineteen twelve? <laughs> you're coming to you're coming to the United States in nineteen twelve, and you're going to Cincinnati. You just bypass the whole East Coast. You're like, no, I heard it's lit in Cincinnati. If Cincinnati was lit back then, son. Yeah, Cincinnati was lit. It was the it was it was probably the Wild West back then. They're like, you know what they're doing in Cincinnati? They're taking all kinds of foods and just slamming them together in a fucking room. Well, like, according- According to Wikipedia, this is a or family. maybe he tried to go to fucking Ellis Island and he was like, "Hey, I got an idea. I was thinking about taking Italian spaghetti and dumping chili on it." They're like, "Go to fucking Cincinnati. You get the fuck out of here. How dare you try to come here instead of reroute Omaha? You're going to Cincy." Apparently, this is a favorite family recipe. Again, according to Wikipedia, so this was a family recipe that he brought. Yeah, that's why is that's why he was thrown out of Greece. <laughs> He was like, it's our family recipe. Like, how dare you? Get the fuck out. They're like, don't let the Italians find out about this. We're sending you to America. Okay. So they opened their first location in 1949. They named it uh, Skyline Chili. 
because it had a panoramic view of downtown Cincinnati. <laughs> the real estate on the original store. Of the skyline. They opened the second restaurant by 53. I mean, this thing grew. It took off. So the first one is 49. And uh, business accelerated. And they said, yeah, by the end of the century, there's 110 in Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, and Florida. You know what I'd love to try? Because I'm not like anti this entirely, but I'd love to try somebody that like does a gourmet version of this and see how much I still hate it. But then it's just like, again, we go back to like, so now you're just making bolognese, but you're like deconstructing it and putting and shredding Wisconsin cheddar onto it, putting on cooked onions. What the fuck is happening here? I don't even have to play the last call. Stolzi, I know you left another call, but that was more of him trying to debate the local ones with me and, and or just give his input, which is fine. But like, you know how, you know how there's, so there's Skyline and there's a Gold, Gold Star, Star, right? Is there a thing like this? Like, is there a, like, you know, in, in Philly, it's like Pat's Regino's, Pat's Regino's. Like, I'm a Jim's guy. Everybody talks about fucking Tony Luke's. Everybody talks about whatever. Uh, is there a place where you were like, if you were like a local local and somebody came to town, it's like, hey, I want to try this Cincinnati chili. It's like, oh, don't fuck with that. Go to this place. Well, he stole had mentioned it. So there's another popular one on the west side of town called Price Hill Chili in an area called Price Hill. That's like a local spot. Just one spot. <laughs> I love and that the area is called Price Hill. Price Hill sounds like a fucking Costco. <laughs> oh, yeah, we get it. We get cans of it at Price Hill. There's Empress Chili, which is Newport, Kentucky. Or I'm sorry, which is like northern Kentucky. That might be another spot. And this this is just unbelievable. I, I would I would call it the great chili debate of 2021. Well, guys, I appreciate all the input. 310-359-8365. I don't know if we've solved anything. Look, eat what you want. That's that's my take. I, I don't really care ultimately. It is funny because like one. Like the Reds have, I think, Skyline. The Bengals have Gold Star. Like each has their, when when Xavier plays UC, it's the Cincinnati Xavier Crosstown shootout, which by the way, they, they, they came for. They got it. They couldn't do shootout anymore. Really? Yeah. It's Crosstown Showdown now. Wow. I'll tell you one thing. Whichever game... Which, whether it's baseball, football, basketball. Probably not basketball because they don't wear helmets. But whichever one Mike, Mike Majid goes to, he's going to be eating that chili out of a helmet. That's for sure. We know that. <laughs> you remind me. I have a safe tweet I'm going to do. <laughs> Feature. So look on your Twitter. I'll fire that off tonight, Majid. There's a, somebody sent me something uh, on Instagram, which I'm going to put on Twitter. There was a guy who used to eat nachos and was a baseball player. And somebody asked if he was related to Majid. <laughs> All right, that's the show. I, you know, I have nothing else to add. I feel like we did our plugs, right? Yeah, we did our plugs. We're I got a to show go. this this Sunday at a Westside Comedy Theater. I I always love doing any partying, drinking, performing. Thanksgiving weekend is one of my favorite weekends of the year. So if you're in a local LA drip, I'll come out and be on that show Sunday night at the West side comedy theater. Otherwise, like I said, follow me on all the social media. Uh, 
listen to Joe Prano podcast. I just put out a great episode about an awesome book I read. So check that out. And, and send pictures like Joseph Miller Lite and your family and Miller Lite watching the game, maybe with a side of chili next to it. Yeah. And of course the chili challenge. See, see if you can survive Thanksgiving by, if you dump a can of chili on your father's turkey. Yeah. I want to know how that plays out. See how that goes. All right, guys. Everybody In fact, have a- I, I, I challenged Stolze to do it since he's like, what are you fucking complaining about? Come on, Stolze. Just dump a can of chili in the middle of your Thanksgiving dinner. See how people appreciate it. See if people aren't like, why would you fuck up Thanksgiving dinner by pouring chili all over it? And then you'll know how I feel. Dump it what you guys right before my- they slice the uh, pumpkin or apple pie. Do it on that one. Yeah. Just that'll- do it on a fucking apple pie. See how people feel about it. That'll, that'll really get the party going. A lot of people like cheese on their apple pie. Well, guys, everybody enjoy the holiday for real. Thank you for sticking with us. Have a great extended weekend. And as always, stay dirty.